if we see a gate, I don't know if we'll quite go that way. Because we might walk I a little bit further. I hope we go that way where we get that nice view, like coming down <coughs> from Dargate. Well, oh, it's so beautiful, babe, so, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. Alright, well, so your birthday, we'll go where you like. It's my birthday. We'll go yeah, where we'll, right. go, we'll go to the... We'll, it's your birthday, so we'll go where it's not beautiful. <laughs> it's your birthday, so we'll go something horrible, somewhere horrible. <laughs> it's your birthday, so... We'll, make, all, we'll all be as miserable as you please. They'll all just do whatever you want. Even if it makes us miserable. That's your birthday treat. We'll all go to the abandoned We're quarry. Hey I'd guys. I'd like to go to an abandoned quarry actually. Let's um, give these guys some space. You can go to the portal of death. Welcome 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 to the portal of death. Portal of death. Portal of death. I'm glad you all agree that as it's my birthday we can do what I like. For a certain, there are there are boundaries, obviously. Uh, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, there, there there are boundaries to do what you like. But you can't drink um, two gallons of coffee. I tell you what, I don't particularly enjoy about um, being recorded on a podcast, right? Tell we, me. Okay, I'll tell you. We're having this conversation. But it's actually like we're being, it's actually inviting other people to overhear it. Yeah. Like, yeah. so this is, this is a fake scenario. We're all talking to each other. But because you're recording it for your podcast, it means that everything we say, we are mindful that, I don't know, all your family are going to listen to it or something. That's why or, it's better if I just record you in secret. Well, no, I think that's actually, um, that's actually not okay. Uh, that's not, not ethical. Yeah. Ethical. Ethical. Yeah. That's a type of tequila, isn't it? See, you no, wouldn't normally say something like that, <laughs> but because you're recording yourself, it's like hmm. dad jokes. Bring yeah. out the dad jokes. What even are dad jokes? Because they're not just jokes; they're dad jokes. I don't get that. The, the idea of the, the term of dad jokes is that they're like, they're like normally puns, like one-liners that. So they sort of make, rather than making you laugh, they kind of make you go like, mm. wow, I fell into that one. They're basically unfunny jokes. Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes they are funny, but a lot of times they're sometimes not. Sometimes they're funny My for dad's dads. got loads of them. Yeah. yeah. So they're funny for the dads. I guess, like, they're jokes that are probably more embarrassing than they are funny. Like, they Audrey, make you cringe. Um... If you're going to walk in front of me, can you walk like a whole pace in front of me? Because I feel like every step I can walk okay. Oh, see ya. Oh. Okay. No, you know when someone's and walking like in front of you, but like gone. literally like right immediately in front of your legs? <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that is actually better. That's much better. Keep going. This is like the only break that we get from the kids. I know, when they when go. They're like 20 metres ahead of us. <laughs> yeah, on a walk. It's like the only time. It's like, literally, like, we've got no, oh. there's no kids. All of a sudden, there's no kids to do anything with for, like, a few seconds. And there's no dog, like, squeaking or just tugging away to go and sniff a leaf. 
I would that's one thing is that I would I'm looking forward to is just being able to have like oh, hang on I've got a stone in my tender like when the dog has it no um, <laughs> is being able to have like an I don't know like a couple of hours or an afternoon or a morning without being like you know like an attentive parent not that with that attentive but <laughs> I don't know just not having not having to be responsible for our children for like a couple of hours so we can <clears throat> like switch off I'm the same here you know because even if oh you surprised us <laughs> okay and again if you're going to go ahead go about a step ahead Run! right in front uh, of my legs off his shirt and touch the thing that we might go for it he okay. seems absolutely fine yes, I think you're more worried about it than him <laughs> yes okay. when I say walk he walks and when I say run he runs okay you have the boss of me off. Run! Boom! Whoa, well done. <laughs> that was a boom! Do you know what I felt more and more, as someone talks about the podcast, is um, how, like, offensive the noise of a car is. That's that's one of your sort of deepest thoughts, is it? It's not one of my deepest thoughts. I it's just that cars, the noise of a car is I don't, annoying. Okay, we're just going to have a bit of a screaming match here. I don't have any water with me because I left it in the car. So you're just going to have to wait until we get home. Because I'm an idiot. Hey, look at this tree. It looks kind of haunted, though. This one. Haunted tree. Looks like it turns into like a witch or something at night. Yes. Okay, uh, yeah. let's keep walking. What's the name of the, of the person with the snakes in their, on their head? Medusa. Looks like it turns into Medusa because of all the branches that look like snakes. Think about it, Medusa is a total badass. I'm thinking about it. What mm. happens when you look at her, you turn to stone, or when she looks at you, you turn to stone? I, mm-hmm. both, I, guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's if you look at her, at her isn't it? Um, but okay, yeah. sorry. But rewind. So you, you. One thing you've been thinking about a lot is that you find the noise of a car offensive. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. um, it is offensive to nature, isn't it? And it just makes me wonder. Like, uh, will there be a point where we don't hear that all the time? Like, you go out for a walk. Like we can't. We're not near a road at the moment. But if you're anywhere near a road, all you can hear is cars, isn't it? And they're horrible, aren't they? And like when they go past you and you smell them and it's like, oh, it's really polluting. Like, is there actually, are we actually going to get to a point now? Well, yeah, we I, mean, I think, oh, look, I think we're going to get to the point where we use electric cars. Or hydrogen. Where, whether or not they'll make an offensive noise, I have no idea. Well, no, the electric cars are quiet. Okay, so, yeah, so I think in answer to your question, yeah, I think we definitely will get to a point where we don't hear that and that will be when we use electric vehicles. Sorry, that point isn't deep enough for you. Well, it's not. Well, it's, it is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like kind of profound. You know what? When you said like, "Oh, I've been thinking about this, and I really wanted to talk to you about it," <laughs> yeah. I didn't think you were going to say that cars sound annoying. I thought you were going to say that like, you know, you've been wondering, you know, about like the effect that this is going to have on our future in terms of 
capitalism like <laughs> i don't know like well no but in a way that's what i am saying but because well it's not though is it do you know what i've i just feel that basically and my biggest worry is after all of this yeah is that what we're going to do is come out the other end of it and breathe a big sigh of relief and then just go back to doing everything the way that we were doing before this is kind of what we were talking about earlier in terms of like how we work and where we work yeah, but this is not us being taught a lesson for being bad people. What do you this mean? is what I hate about this. If people are, are turning this, you know, they're turning this into something that is not. Right. Coronavirus is not Mother Nature giving us a slap in the face. You know, it's not, it's not um, a chance to just slow down and enjoy life more. Or like, you know, a chance to reconnect with a blah blah no it's a fucking disease you know and mm. it needs proper a scientific approach to it it doesn't take strength of character to beat it it's not a war you know and, and it shouldn't be personified a, a, as as like a baddie that we're fighting it's not about that is it no. i don't know i just think it just it, you put sometimes like not you one like puts these kind of you know, stories onto something that aren't helpful, maybe, you know, and I don't, seeing the whole, seeing this whole pandemic as the point is that we learn something from it, I think the point is that we try not to die, and and, the, and, and that we try not to let thousands of people die, right? Yes, I mean, that is probably that is really a good the outcome. point. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you're probably right. I just, I, I feel really anti this whole, you know, th there's a kind of a vibe of people being like, we deserve this because, you know, we, um, we're too overcrowded in this country or we deserve this because, you know, we've, we've all been too greedy and we haven't connected with our children enough. And it's like, well, no. <laughs> I want to hold you all night. I want to hold you really, really tight. I want to give you this light. It is from Habitat. It costs 99 pounds. I had a dream last night that swimming lessons were back on. Oh, I kind of miss swimming lessons, which is really well, weird because I <laughs> I found it a real bullache to get up and, and for us to take the kids swimming at like 9am every week. But I, felt, yeah, I felt quite nostalgic about swimming lessons the other day. I was yeah. just thinking about it, thinking, oh, you know, and it's just good. It was good for them as well, wasn't it? They were. Well, in my dream, I was oh. having a row with the guy. Which um, guy? The guy who was telling me that the swimming lessons were back on. Oh right, when well, you were like, because <laughs> oh, I was it's not like, safe. yeah, it's yeah. not safe. How can they so? How can they distance oh, themselves in a swimming yeah. pool? Blah blah blah. But yeah, I know what you mean. I do feel the same. Like, yeah, little things like that. It probably goes far as to say that. I wasn't dreaming. I was afraid that, that I was just like lessons sitting are never going to be back. Awake in bed. What are your biggest fears, Samuel Born? <laughs> what are you afraid of? Uh, Honestly, 
Honestly, I found my friend. Snake? Honestly, what are you afraid of? Snakes? Like if you saw a snake, would you be scared? I no. think grown-ups are scared on a different level yeah. of scaredness, Audrey. <laughs> that stuff we were talking about the earlier about time. Like I'm I'm afraid of time passing too quickly. And sorry, I got distracted by a butterfly. Fair play, they are beautiful. Um yeah. Um, I'm afraid that time will pass too quickly and then I'll um, leave the house and I'll just be like dying. Would you say that ultimately that's a fear, fear of death? Well, it, I suppose it is actually. Because I, I fear getting to death and being like, oh, Damn and it. being disappointed. That, yeah. Um, not that I didn't, like, not disappointed that I didn't achieve something. I'm just disappointed that it's all over. Yeah, fair enough. So I suppose that is a fear of death. More that's, than quite a healthy, that's quite a healthy fear though, right? Because, you know, it's good to love life and want, want it to last a long time. That's Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> to be honest, exactly. oh, I'm a little cow. Oh, there's that one of the little dairy ones that's so cute. Oh, they are really beautiful animals. Is that weird that I think that? Yeah. Yeah, they're, maybe um, it is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... I hate cows. Do you? Why? Actually, I, I think, think they're, they're the ugliest animals like... I've ever seen. Yeah, like... Do you really? <laughs> no, they're... that's interesting. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I think they're, like, ugly and stupid. They're just like cows. Oh, oh that's that's like... <laughs> They um, are stupid, though. I don't they're think cows. they're stupid. Okay. They're just cows. They're I mean, I think they've just got these big, beautiful eyes and they've got little eyes. Well, I just think like, they're cute. Like, horses have big, beautiful eyes. Yeah, I'm not going to say that about cows. I'd rather... If I had to have a pet horse or a cow, I'd rather have a cow any day. I agree. Have a pet cow? Well, know, they'd be more useful cheap. because if you had a pet mice. cow, you could get milk out of it. You don't get milk out of a horse, or do you? No. But you I mean, don't get milk like, out of you could, you know, I suppose you could milk a horse, but. You wouldn't like it very much, <laughs> I've would it? I've never heard of horse milk. <laughs> I suppose you get, like, sheep's milk, cheese, and stuff, don't you? You obviously goat's milk. Would horse milk be classed as dairy? Look, I guess ultimately you could milk any mammal, it's just. Some of them are probably it's, more dangerous than others. It's just You're whether it's appropriate to do so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Where is he dendrons? I one of these bushes in my garden when I was a kid. Huh. That's nice. Yeah. Are they rhododendrons? Yeah, something like that. They are pretty. Hmm. It'd be nice if we were like good at gardening and one day had like a a garden with loads of beautiful like plants and bushes in it and stuff wouldn't it, it would. i mean <laughs> it's probably not going to happen <laughs> but maybe when we're old we'll be into gardening i used to think that it was kind of to do with the fact that we didn't really have any time so mm, you know you if i had the time, time on what you're into exactly that's, that's what i used to think well you say but... that but having said i say that but obviously if we like both worked part-time we would have more time yeah, but Obviously. I wouldn't spend it in the garden. Do you not? <laughs> because so. I now know that I'm just not interested. Yeah. I want it to look good. Yeah. But the idea of like going out and pottering in the garden for an hour, weeding and planting. See, when I actually do it, no I thanks. really enjoy it. But I often don't know what what to do. Yeah, that's true. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes it's not knowing what to do with stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Normally, when I do weeding, I just rip out plants. I quite like doing though, a bit of physical, practical work, especially when you spend most of your time sitting at a desk, not me. Yes. What's that? A cocoa bar. This is so stunning, isn't it? It's lovely. 
that. Oh, it's hot. <laughs> Is this forest bathing? Yeah. Forest bathing? Just standing quietly in a forest. Just like enjoying being in <laughs> I can hear voices. I like the description in the Magic Faraway Tree books where like they walk into the woods and like the, it feels magical and the trees are going like whoosh, 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 whoosh. I mean that is brilliant right Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I know that Ingrid Blyton was horribly racist and stuff. Was she? Well... Or did she just have outdated attitudes? <laughs> well, aren't they the same thing? Um, but, you know... I mean, was she any more racist than anybody at that well, time? Well, perhaps not, perhaps not. But uh, what I mean is, it feels very uncomfortable reading it now. Oh, yeah, When you were reading it with does. your kids. Yeah. And then there's a character in it called City, because he has yeah. black curly hair and black skin. And you're like, mm, Okay. Nope. <laughs> um... But yeah, I mean, in some ways, it's also really progressive, isn't it? Yeah. What she writes. And George. George, yeah, who, like, listen, everyone, I'm a boy, and I, mm. and you respond if you call me by my correct pronouns and my boy name, yeah. and all her friends are just like... All right. Okay. Yeah, friends are fine with it. Her friends, his friends, their friends. Well, I don't think George ever makes a pronouncement about their pronoun. No. But what we can, you, we can you see that my on. point that is that she yeah, wants to be spoken to and addressed. As if she is a boy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her parents don't seem too bothered about it either, do they? No. They just send her off to boarding school and never to be seen again. <laughs> Quite right too. <laughs> boarding school. That is bonkers, isn't it? I love my kids so much. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, I, um, <laughs> what'd you see, Audrey? Oh. Squirrel. Oh, cool. You a see that butterfly there, look? We saw a squirrel. You alright, Arthur? A squirrel. Why are you wriggling? <laughs> because. Because what? Where's the squirrel gone? Hey, mate, do you need the toilet or something? Talking to Arthur. He's wriggling around a bit. We are going home. Come on, let's keep going. And I guess the thing is, right, when people send their nine-year-old kid to boarding school, <laughs> do they... Do you think they're like, this is the best thing for my child? They like absolutely the best do. Yeah, do you? <clears throat> they're not just like, oh, this is a bit much and I can't do this anymore. I've been listening to... Arthur, can I, I, I just, I just take this? Can carry it for Did you? you? Yeah. Because it's just at the moment in my face. Grandma and Grandpa made that. No, we made it with Grandma and Grandpa. Oh, cool. Um, so I've been listening to um, Adam Buxton's audiobook, which is like his autobiography, basically. And um, he went to boarding school. Yeah. And he, I'm only, I've only heard the opening few chapters, but he talks a bit about how basically his dad effectively got into loads of debt sending him to boarding school yeah um to the point where he he actually wrote he, he vaguely knew john le carré right and so he wrote to him um asking him for money 
basically, right. yeah. because he was really struggling and he couldn't afford to pay his son's school fees anymore. Yeah. Um, he basically sort of wrote a begging letter to him to get like £30,000 in order to keep his son in boarding school. Yeah. And it obviously like, to us, we look at it and think, well, it's completely bonkers. But in yeah. his mind, it was the most important thing in the world that his children got that kind of education. And he would go to the point of really self-sacrificing in order to make sure they did. So it obviously really matters to people, doesn't it? I mean, I suppose, oh. look, at the end of the day, yeah, everyone has a different, a different kind of set of ideals when it comes to what is important that they get for their kid, that they enable their kid, kid to have. Mm. I mean, you know, even within a regular sort of uh, state school you see like the parents who are like desperate for their kids to like whether the kid wants to or not do several sports learn an instrument do this and do that and it is you know that can be facilitated and that's great but you can see how it's pushed onto the kid and the kid doesn't really want it and it's still mm. like made to do it and it's like it's really and I've spoken to parents like that and they're like no it's really important to me that he does this and, mm. and all of this kind of stuff and it, it will it will you know, give him more opportunities later on. That's a really important thing. And yet you talk to them about the fact that their kid was a complete dick to your kid. And they're like, oh, I don't get involved in my kid's, like, <laughs> social, social life. life. <laughs> right? <laughs> because, like, oh, I don't get, I don't, like, get involved in, you know, their sort of, like, idea of morality and yeah. how to treat other people nicely. Yeah. I just leave them to it on that. But I but definitely want them to learn the cello. I definitely want them to you know? be really good at <laughs> maths. Like, well, you know, we've all got different priorities. Because I'd probably be like way overbearing about that. Like, you know, yeah. Think about how you made this button feel. Oh, well, imagine if imagine we imagine if that was you. Imagine if how one of these guys like? turned out to be a bully. That would be like one of the worst things, the worst yeah, outcomes like, I can imagine. We'd be devastated, but we'd have to talk it talk it all through with them, wouldn't we? What? Slap it out of them. I know. Not really. <laughs> I think that's where they've been. <laughs> they might have swollen up a little bit because you were sitting on my shoulders. You, feet might it'll help if you walk and it'll help if we buy you bigger shoes. <laughs> oh, poor neglected children. <laughs> what do you have on your arm? It's just a black mark. Yes, we need to go down this way and then we'll come to a road shortly and then we'll walk along the road to get home. Okay? You guys okay? Yeah. I mean, you've got to admit, it is beautiful around here, kids. It is absolutely stunning. We're very lucky to live here. I think, you know, talking about positive things to come out of lockdown, one of them's got to be that, like, we've had some really nice walks around where we live, right? Oh, look Which at we these probably lambs. wouldn't normally do. Look, I trust the guy with the map. No, so... look, I was just saying, look at the lambs. Oh, okay, cool. Let's go. Um. Anyway, this was. Oh, I've oh, right. oh, got a bad injury. Can you get back in the car? I'm not bad at that. No, I've actually got a decent job. Wow. 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 Looping back round to that. I mean. Do you only see sort of death and destruction coming out of this situation? Um, although, obviously, it, you know... No, no, I don't. I just... 
I just, oh, I guess I'm just, I don't, I'm not comfortable with this situation being framed as a lesson for us. Mm. It's not a lesson. I agree, it's not a lesson, but that doesn't mean we can't take lessons from it. Do you know what I mean? Do you well, agree? If you listen to what you just said, just think about it. I am happy to think about it. Do you know, by the way, the way that we're going? Vaguely. Vaguely isn't that great when we've got two really tired kids, is it? Well... Do you have a map with you? If I say no, will I get in trouble? Well, I just... Let's get off the path for a minute and figure out where we are. Two. Go. Home. And be. There. There. Right. Right. Now. Now. My dad was an irresponsible scientist. It all just kinda happened. And by accident. I needed an after school job. He made me indestructible. I went to this crazy store, and met a pretty interesting guy. Now I protect the good citizens of Swaleview. To Swaleview. To Swaleview. To Swaleview. To Swaleview. And he turned out to be... You know the name. Captain Man. Wanted some help. That's right, Henry. By Henry Hart. Pledge to never ever tell anyone that I am Captain Man's secret sidekick. Now, now we, we blow, blow bubbles. bubbles. Up, Up the, the tube. tube.